0: Welcome back to Red Dear Public Library's official podcast, part of the story. I am one of your hosts, Sage Black. And I'm Claire Brown. And today we have, ooh, what we're looking forward <laughs> to in 2024. Which is exciting, but also it like is.
1: 2024. It's
0: crazy. Yeah, that doesn't seem it's like It's
1: like two weeks away. <laughs> <on purpose. laughs> it's uh, insane. So we're recording this a little bit before
0: Christmas, mm-hmm. and... Time is flying. Yeah. It's It's gonna be twenty twenty five, like before we don't even (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I feel like December has just flown by. Yeah, it really has. Yeah.
1: And we were just talking before the podcast as well. Like we're always looking forward to stuff. But But then then we don't remember. Yeah.
0: And then I'm like, what am I looking forward to? Like what movies have I seen trailers (laughs) for? And then I've just totally forgotten about and in like a year they'll be out. And be like, Oh yeah, I did see that. Yeah, like six months ago. Yeah, I did care about that Mm -hmm. at one time. Yeah. It happens. (laughs)
1: So our list is mix and match mm-hmm. of shows, books, movies, the good stuff. Yeah, all the media-ish things that we are looking forward to. And like mine's not any in any particular order. No, mine's not like one thing that I'm like. Mine's like
0: what I remembered and then what I had to look up. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> So we're gonna like just list the things
1: alternating as we always do. We have no honorable mentions today. No,
0: it's a concise, yeah. short. Yeah. Who are we? Is yeah. that our New Year's resolution? <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. Um, so what's your first thing? Okay, my first one. I've talked about it before. It's finally it. I, okay, so it <laughs> is technically a 2023 release. I will not be but partaking. Most of it will be. Yes. In 2024, it's the Percy Jackson series on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I am so excited. I'm so excited. It actually airs on the 20th, so yeah. very soon. And it'll well, be the weekly. First episode, the first episode, because yeah. then it'll be weekly releases. So yeah. by the time the show is fully out, I think it's like eight episodes, um, it'll be 2024. And then I will partake and watch them all probably in <laughs> one night because I need to. And I just ah, I love it. I love it so much. I like the trailers that I've seen. I'm really like, this good. is what I wanted it to look like. And, yeah. like, I think they've done a good job with the casting as well. Mm-hmm. And the author has had, like, a huge part in the show. So he's been, like, a big influence. And, you know, like, his he has a newest book. And it's actually dedicated dedicated to, like, the actors Aww, in the show. That's nice. And I'm just like, oh, it's going to be so good.
1: It's going to well, be so good. Well, I've heard nothing but good things. So I was never, like, a Percy Jackson reader. Cause well, fair enough. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but when the movies came out, I remember basically your generation being very disappointed.
0: Well, and I love Logan Lerman. I love yeah. Logan Lerman. I loved him in those movies, but yeah. I was like, that is not, that's not, Percy that's not Percy Jackson. Yeah. No. And I really liked, so there were some casting
1: dramas. Yeah. With um, Annabelle. 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 Yeah. And I saw an interview with her on TikTok because that's where you see stuff now. Mm-hmm. And she's a young actress. Like she has to be under 20. Yeah. Probably. They're, probably they're under
0: all like. 20. I think when it was first filmed, I think they're all like the age like, that Percy Jackson was actually in yeah. the first book, like twelve, thirteen. So they're so yeah, they're young. And the
1: uh, yeah, the controversy surrounding her. She had a line where she was asked about, oh, like how did you feel about that? How did you deal with it as a young mm-hmm. person? And she said that she had had a conversation with the author Rick Riordan, and he said to her, "It doesn't matter what other people say. I chose you." Yeah oh and, sh- like, chills that just feel like, lovely? Cause, like he created her he character and for her, him to be like don't care about other people yep. like you are bringing her to life in the exact way oh, that i wanted I love like
0: that. oh me too when i saw so that good. i was like now
1: that makes me kind of excited for the show like i know, right? like,
0: <laughs> right? I know. i'm very excited for that one like yeah. the most excited i've been for like a show of something that i enjoyed as a child yeah
1: And it has a lot of good people in it too like yeah like adult, like established actors playing the Greek yep. gods and things, so
0: I think it will really be good. I think and so they actually. have the money behind it. Well, so I was sure just going to say they've got Disney well. money, yeah. so it better be good. Yeah, it better be good. But yeah, so that's that's my first thing. What's nice. yours?
1: Mine is finally Dune Part Two coming out. Oh yeah, right. See, I have
0: not seen Part One. Okay, so
1: Part One came out in 20- 21. That's what I
0: was going to say. It's been a couple. Of...
1: Um, so like fall twenty one, like mm-hmm. late fall, and. Loved it. I loved Denis Villeneuve's films just in general. Mm -hmm. Like, he's a very interesting director, in my opinion. He always pairs himself with, like, really interesting cinematographers. And so Dune has a huge cast, right? Like, A-list people. And it's a sci-fi story that's well-known, you know, 40 years already. But I was never, like... Super into the books. They're just mm-hmm. a little bit too high fantasy for me. Like they're a little, little dry for my reading yeah. taste. So I was never you know super keen on them. But the trailers always looked really good for Dune. So they do. I went, and it was it's a beautiful film to watch. Mm-hmm. But then like it's interesting and it just really moves along. It looks really good. It, really good performances. I think it's the first time I ever saw like Timothy Chalamet
0: in like a serious something yeah.
1: <laughs> um, instead of just like being Timothy Chalamet. Because mm-hmm. again, I'm like a little bit older. Um, but I thought he was quite good. Um, and then so, like, part two was supposed to come out last fall. Oh, really? So there was supposed to be a year apart. Oh, okay. And then things happened, whatever. It was delayed. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. So then it was supposed to come out. In October or November of this year. Oh,
0: so like right during like, this, during like the During a strike, yeah, okay. So <laughs> then
1: they had pushed it back because now they have fewer projects for next year because mm-hmm. the strike had lasted so long, etc. So finally, it is coming, coming. out in March, at nice. the beginning of March, and I am so excited about it because part one is really a part one, mm-hmm. like it's giving you like really a build up to a story. But as soon as it's, like, sort of, quote-unquote, getting going... It stops. Yeah. It's like, ooh, we gotta take a little break. And they are long movies. They are. um, But just, I'm really excited. I'm excited to go to the theater. I'm excited to see it on the big screen again. (laughs) Like, it's it's one of those movies that is, like, a big screen movie. Yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited for oh, it. Oh, nice, yeah.
0: nice. Yeah. Well, I, when I was doing some research, because of course I forgot everything <laughs> that I was ever looking forward to ever, yeah, so that came up and I'm like, oh, too bad I didn't see the first one because <laughs> I that to my lips. Oopsies. You have lots of time between now and March. I
1: do. We'll see. Because
0: isn't like Zendaya's in it
1: yeah. as well? I like and like her. she was heavily featured in the first movie's trailer. But
0: she's not really in the first she movie. Really I remember isn't. hearing about that.
1: And like it was like... I think it was like eight minutes or something. She has screen time, but it feels like way longer.
0: Oh really? Yeah. But will she be in the second yes. like part two so more? So like she's okay. a larger character in the second. She's
1: she's who he meets at the end, if that makes sense. Oh, okay. And her people. So interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'm um, I'm keen. What else are you looking forward to?
0: Um, a book. Ooh. Okay, so I don't typically read a lot of like paranormal romance. Like that Indeed just hasn't not. been.
1: Well, it just hasn't
0: been like a genre I've delved into yet other than like, I guess, Twilight. Yeah. There's been a few, but like nothing recent as I've like enjoyed romance. Yeah. Yeah, Nothing adult. Um, but I really enjoy Allie Hazelwood's writing. Yes. And so when I saw this, it's called Bride and it's like a vampire wolf romance, um, like paranormal romance. Yeah. Um, yeah like marriage of convenience type thing of like the alpha and, and she's like the vampire whatever. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, because I like her books cause she writes like the STEM romances. Yeah. So like love theoretically is the one I really enjoyed. I think that was her most recent and then the other. So when I saw this, I'm like, okay, I like her. I'll give it a shot yeah. and then we'll see if I can swing that way <laughs> into others. So
1: yeah, we will that see. was on my list too. I'm I'm pretty excited about that one because I am a long time paranormal romance reader. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's what and so now you will be able to see like is yeah. she because she has been stuck not stuck but she has really kind of gone into that like STEM very romance niche. Yeah. very niche yeah and they're good and I've enjoyed them but I am interested to see how she does with like this world building yeah. if it is gonna be I guess and we'll I think see. it can be
1: light world building I think a lot of like paranormal doesn't have to be crazy has like smaller things and i'm sure they're going to try to market this as like romanticy or whatever Probably. <laughs> but like to me paranormal romance and romantic so like romantic fantasy they're different not the same. no like you rely on different tropes you rely on different levels of world building yeah etc etc but yeah i'm really looking forward to it too because yeah. it seems like she seems she has like sort of her, some of her characters have sort of darker backstories or interesting mm-hmm. backstories but it's usually pretty light-hearted fair yeah. So I wonder if she will use a similar tone with her, um, like, paranormal foray. Let's hope so. Yeah. So my next one is a book as well, and it's by a Canadian author. Mm-hmm. Her name is Melody Edwards, which I feel like is a pretty good name for a romance okay. author. <laughs> and last year she had, or maybe it was the beginning of this year. It was a while ago. Um, she had a book, so she's doing, like, retellings of, okay, fine. Um, like, older you know, like romance novels. So her first one was like a retelling of Jane Eyre called Jane and Edward that I just like super, super loved. It was like a right. workplace romance okay. and just, it was everything that I loved. So I was really excited for her. And then she has a new book coming out and it's a retelling of my favorite Jane Austen, which is Persuasion. Oh no.
0: I know. Oh and it's no. called Once Persuaded,
1: Twice Shy.
0: Oh my and God. You're going to have such yeah. high expectations for this. I know. It's bad
1: because... <laughs> I loved her other one, and now you're going to do a Persuasion
0: retelling? I know. Oh, goodness. Like,
1: I'm pretty excited. So um, I had originally, like, tweeted her when I first loved her other book, and she back.
0: <gasps> That's always nice.
1: Yeah, so I did yeah. feel a little bit famous, and I just, I'm really looking forward to it. And NetGalley granted it to me just a couple of <gasps> days ago. Oh, my ago, goodness. So I will have it before it's even out. When do you get it?
0: how far in advance like I have it now oh you, have I already? you now haven't haven't started it, it I haven't started it because I've been
1: busy the last couple of days I guess it is this. the but this I am sitting of... up
0: one day's off and yeah I'm okay in but like yeah. a day I bet yeah I'm pretty excited oh interesting that's good to know what's your next one um oh a show hmm. so I've talked about the show many times before My Hero Academia oh, yes. it's an anime based on the manga um they're up to seven seasons now so se- oh, the seventh wow. season comes out in 2024 and i'm quite excited about it because so uh, if you don't remember it's like a story where like 80 percent of the population has what they call quirks which are like superpowers and then they're superheroes and then some of them use them for bad and they're like <laughs> villains and it's just about this kid who is becoming like the most powerful superhero um but the last season he like went off on his own and it's like his vigilante kind of story arc where he's like really upset about a lot of things and he just goes off and he's killing people and like oh. doing all this nonsense um, for the greater good. But like, that's not su- what superheroes do, you no. know, they're supposed to stick to the to the status quo. But he goes off. So it's like the post vigilante type storyline. So I don't know what will happen because I have not kept up on reading. Like, it's just okay. one that I usually just watch. watch I don't yeah. really read. Um, but yeah, I've, I've loved it for seven seasons. I started, oh, my gosh, like seven years ago, like maybe, <laughs> maybe a little less. Um, but yeah, it's really, really good. I enjoy it quite a bit. Nice. It's nice
1: that you have another one to look forward to now that Attack on Titan has ended. Oh,
0: I know. (laughs) But to me, like Attack on Titan had ended long before because that is one that I read. And so I knew the ending, the part season, season four, part three, part one. had happened (laughs) like eight months before. The last official part came out and I already, so I was like, okay, it's nice to see it animated, but like it's already been done for me for a while. So I've had time to like grieve and get (laughs) over it and everything. Yeah, But I do have something to look (laughs) forward to. Um, My
1: next one is a film and it's not going to surprise anybody if you've listened to this podcast. It's a John Wick spinoff. Oh. And it's called Ballerina. Okay. And it has Anna de Armas and then obviously so this takes place between John Wick three and four, because if you've watched the John Wick movies, mm-hmm. John Wick spoiler, I don't know, skip ahead 15 seconds. <laughs> John Wick dies at okay. the end of four. Yeah. So he is in the ballerina spinoff, and it has like a stacked cast. So you have Anna de Armas, you have Keanu Reeves, Ian McShane. Lance Riddick, who filmed before he had passed. Yes.
0: He's also in the um, Percy Jackson oh, yeah. series, and, so I don't know what they're going to you know. do after that. Yeah. And then it
1: has Angelica Houston and Gabriel Byrne. Wow. So, How like, have I not heard about
0: this? <laughs> so basically,
1: so she, it was sort of revealed in, um, I think, to that John Wick had been raised, because he was an orphan, Right. Um, by you know, basically like a crime family or whatever. So he was mm-hmm. raised to be what he is. Yeah. And so Anna Dearmas's character is a female assassin. Uh she is the ballerina. Mm-hmm. And so they were I don't know if they if the story's gonna be they were raised together or they have that family the family I'm saying uh, family close ties. Um so and I don't know how heavily he features, if it's a more like cameo, cameo or yeah. not. But I really like Anna de Armis. I don't think that she's had great parts always. She was really good in Blade Runner 2024 Mm or 2049, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then she was really good in the last James Bond movie Mm -hmm. that Daniel Craig was in. And, um, like, she was the best part of that movie in some ways. Like, she just came in, like, a breath of fresh air and, like, she was just excellent in the action scenes Mm -hmm. and, like, she's beautiful. So I'm really looking forward to it because I think that she could really do, like, the action part that, that, you sort of come to expect in the John Wick universe. Yeah. So I'm really looking
0: forward is to it. Is it like same creators, directors as not John same Wick? uh
1: director? Okay. Um there they must have had something involved with the story because like Keanu Reeves is an executive producer. Oh, okay. so it'll be Yeah, so like yeah. it had to have had something like clearly it's it's not just the studio like picking it up mm-hmm. as IP like they okay. have something to do with it. So Interesting. Um, yeah, I'm like, to it i I want it to be as good
0: as the john yeah. wicks are so good they are so good
1: and like you had Atomic blonde a few years ago mm-hmm. with Charlize theron which was an excellent like female-led yeah like proper like action action movie and i'm hoping for something similar with ballerina
0: because i feel like you don't get a lot of those no. all the time like they're
1: so. it's either like a paired like male female mm-hmm. cast or it's like a male Protagonist, you don't often get just like the woman yeah. doing the action
0: part, so I'm, I'm pretty excited. Cool. Yeah, cool. Um, I have a movie that probably will be surprising. um It's an A24 movie. I saw the trailer. I'm like, I got to see this. Civil. Oh my War. gosh! I knew you were going to say this as soon as you. Were oh like my A24. god! I know it looks so good. I saw the trailer because I love movies like that where it's like, this what could happen. Yeah. Like, what if? Who knows? Yeah, I really hope not. But <laughs> the trailer, I was watching it. I was like, oh my. This looks really good. It looks really real. It does. Cause yeah. it has like Nick Offerman yeah. in it. As the president. And, yes. <laughs> which like, you never know. Yeah. Could happen. Um, like Kristen Dunst. Um, I think Jesse Plemons is yeah. also in it too. Yeah. Um, like such a good cast. So I, I guess the premise is like these, um, journalists are traveling through America as like a civil war is happening yeah. in America. um, Which is just, like, kind of crazy, but it's, like, again, what if? Yeah. And I like movies like that. Not, because I like sci-fi and, like, things really, like, oh, well, this will never happen. like Aliens coming down. Probably never. You never know. But probably not. But the Civil War has happened in the States before, so it's it's not, like, super unlikely. Um, And there was one scene that, like, just, it made me laugh, because I was like, oh, my God, that would absolutely happen. Because they're traveling, and they get, like, kind of rounded up by fighters on you don't yeah. know which side and and the guy says like and they're like don't shoot like we're american we're american the journalists yeah and then the guy with the gun goes what kind of american are you yeah and i'm like oh like it's so <laughs> oh it, it, it it'll be so really, good really good. the only thing where i'm just like you're telling me texas and california team up
1: that part i was also a little <laughs> bit <laughs> i was like surprised. probably not
0: but who knows yeah i guess we'll have to see but that's one where I was like, okay, okay. I, I want to see that.
1: And he's a good filmmaker, Alex Garland. Well, yes. Um, like, I've liked ex, a lot of his...
0: Ex Machina, yeah. he did.
1: The only one that I didn't love of his was his latest release, which is Men.
0: Oh, yes. I didn't see that. I just know from what it you told was
1: me. weird and not... Not my vibe. Because he did
0: like Annihilation yeah. too.
1: Yeah. So like he has. He
0: has a, a vast range.
1: He does have range. some interesting <laughs> like little ones in there for sure. Like yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. When I saw yeah. the trailer, I was immediately like, yeah. Well, I'm
0: and like A24, I think like they're getting out of the They park. have. Yeah. And I think they're kind of being like, they're getting their recognition, which is good yeah. because they're I, just. I wanted phenomenal. to stay.
1: I know that it's kind of hard to, like, grow a studio to, like, stay the same. Yeah. But I am worried. So, like, this is going to be their most expensive movie that they've ever made. Yes, yeah. And I just, I want them to continue to really be, like, taking chances on sort of, like, these unknown Mm writer-directors or, like, stars, for example, like, coming in and, like, not charging what they would typically charge because they want to be in an A24 film yeah. and so they work more like on the daily rate than it's then like their name rate yeah. um so I do hope that they don't get too too big, big. Yeah. yeah like I want them to continue to make interesting movies mm-hmm. that aren't just about like box office because you've already spent so much yes. that you have to make it
0: well on the back end. and even that like they have um what is the one with zach Ef- iron iron claw yeah like with zach efron when i saw him for that role with like jeremy allen and then oh, i can't remember the other guy's name but i was like what what kind of movie is this yeah but it looks so interesting and they're just like they're, they're always doing really cool stuff. and they yeah. like
1: yeah every time you hear an a24 film I'm was like,
0: saltburn in a24 um, that one I'm not 100% know. sure. I wouldn't be surprised. No, I wouldn't be surprised That's a weird movie. I yeah. want to see that one too, but it's not a 2024. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think they're doing cool stuff. I yeah. Think. I'm excited I'm really excited that
1: about them too.
0: It just seems so
1: outlandish. Um,
0: <laughs> it does. Well, <laughs> it like, does
1: and it doesn't. Because exactly. it's very much based in reality and we're not talking about like a post-apocalyptic like no. 2050 date. No. We're talking like, I think it was like 2028 or 2020, yeah. Like something like in the very near future. Yeah. Um, so... I found it quite interesting, too. Yeah, yeah I got chills Yeah. <laughs> when I was watching it. I was like, I'm so in. I'm so in on it. Um, so this is one of the things that I am most excited about. But I know so little about it. Yeah. Um, so in August, there is going to be an alien movie out as part of like the alien universe um dating way way back to 79 when ridley scott had his first alien film all right and then (laughs) um and then there was like aliens and then there was a couple of bad ones in the 90s and then they well ridley scott started making alien films again so he had prometheus which has some of the most disturbing scenes i've ever seen on film yeah and then it was (laughs) alien covenant which i also really loved um and then now there's going to be a new director who has okay. Ridley's uh, stamp of
0: approval. Oh, oh, that's always yeah. good news. So,
1: and it's, right now, it's just Untitled Alien Movie, August. And, like, all they've nothing done. Nothing else? They've done, like, some promo shots and, like, shown a few things. And, like, they've had, like, the director chat a little bit about it. And they've had, like, Ridley Scott be like, I'm, like, so excited about it. I've seen. But he know, has nothing to do. He's, it's like, just... the executive producer, but he's okay. not, like, um. He, d- he wasn't in the directing. scripting okay. or the directing. Interesting. And I'm so excited because I love
0: the. I Alien. know you do. I know.
1: Like, I just. I love it so much. I listen to the audiobooks because they're really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they usually have a full cast and they're very interesting. And then I just. Alien the movie, like the first one in particular, I can watch almost it at any time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so good. And it has such a particular look to it because it's like. It's, like, dirty space. Yeah. Like, because everything in space, like, in Star Trek, for example, everything clean. is, like, clean and, clean and, like, just shiny, and, like, everything works exactly how it's supposed mm-hmm. to, and the computer looks, like, super fancy, and, like, in Alien, it looks like... Dirty Yeah. Dirty space. That's a good way to put it. And, like, the computer looks like it's from, like, 1981. Right. And, like, that it shouldn't be allowed to be flying in space, yeah. and... It's just, and there's always that twist with Alien, right? Like, even Mm -hmm. in the first one with the android, or like later on with like uh, Michael Fassbender's character, his android as well, or just like uh, the body horror of it, which Mm -hmm. I don't usually like. Um, I just, I really hope for either like a full like James Cameron like action movie yeah, but be. like my dream would be like a horror like a space horror like the yeah. first alien is that is like a slow burn a creeperness about it i'm just I'm so excited maybe they'll go back
0: I'm to so their excited. roots and do that yeah be it's nice.
1: gonna be really interesting and like i haven't heard anything about casting i've heard nothing. nothing and it's like filmed <laughs> and it's like being edited and it's coming out and they're being In like August. so cagey about it
0: Indra- i that always makes me wonder because it's like what are they about to do
1: yeah. Like, like are who's they, in this? That are they... Because, like... like, if you, like, follow the books at all, because I'm deep in... Mm-hmm. I'm deep sage. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of, like, different things that they could explore, that they've okay. explored quite well in the books. Like, there's one book where, like, there's an alien colony, like, on Earth. Oh. Ooh. Because Weyland-Yutani, which is, like, the evil overlord corporation, mm-hmm. they just want the aliens... For whatever purposes, military purposes,
0: right. just yeah.
1: like study, just like and
0: <laughs> the usual. Yeah, you and know, like yeah. regular
1: people are expendable. So, like, yeah, we'll put the aliens in you or we'll just like feed you to the aliens and see what happens mm-hmm. or like whatever it is, right? <laughs> so, like, it could be like so many things and I'm so excited. I'm
0: interested to see what they do then. Yeah. Because there's just, like, no trailer, nothing?
1: No, and you have to imagine that it's probably, like, a bit of a reboot, not, like, a sequel situation. No. Because it's a new um, director. Yeah. But also because, like, the first one came out in 79, and, like, if you're trying to get a newer audience, like, a younger audience, which is, I think you have to for your movie to succeed. Like, even, like, Oppenheimer's, like theater demo was like twenty four to thirty five which is like it was yeah it was (laughs) done. So you can't rely on your audience to know the entire Mm -hmm. like aliens like you have those people but then you have to get the bring new bring other people yeah.
0: into it as well no absolutely i'm just very excited interesting i wonder <laughs> when they'll release a trailer i know i want to see something i, I feel like there's already movies that are coming out doing... in august that yeah. like here's the trailer and the whole cast and the plot and like yeah. ratings already somehow see but
1: i don't even want to know the whole plot i think well, sometimes no. they give too much sometimes away they do. in the trailers yeah and then it's like well i just saw the whole movie i feel like that a lot of the time <laughs> so like i want it to be more like an atmospheric kind <laughs> of trailer and like maybe like a little tease yeah but i will not be watching anything else about no. it oh.
0: <laughs> well we can't august is so far i know but also it goes by very quick it does so. as we said <laughs> what's your next um i my next and i think my last one as well um a book mm. um, a romance by rebecca surley surrell mm. i'm not sure um it's called expiration dates oh yes. it sounds it so cute it does um because the main character like for her whole life since she's like started seeing men um she'll get a little note with their name and an amount of time and then that's how long she gets with that person until they like break up or whatever um so it gets to a point where she goes on a date with the guy and it's always after the first date and it's just a name on the page so no no time limit so it's her having to like come to terms of like am I ready for this commitment? Like, she she doesn't really have a choice because it seems like Like that will be faded exactly. So I think it's, like, um, her having to deal with that commitment and, like, is she even ready? And she's never actually had to deal with, like, knowing that something will be quote-unquote forever. Yeah. So it sounds like a really cute little kind of romance. And usually when I read, like, a lot of romance I've read lately, they're just, well, like, the Allie Hazelwood. They're all, like, set in real life. There's no, like, not to say it's, like... Fantasy because it's like, not, a but, exactly, yeah. like a magical exactly like a little twist on real life yeah. where like that would never happen but yeah. it's happening in this book um, so I'm like, interested to to read that one it sounds quite good
1: yeah a I saw that different. one on um, somewhere probably good reads mm-hmm. and it does look good she has a couple of others that yeah I've never read her before here. so like I see them going out through the desk but mm-hmm. I haven't read her myself. I feel like my my list is a little movie heavy because I have another. That's fine. Film. <laughs> so, this one to me harkens back to like nineties kind of like action romances. Okay. Um, because for whatever reason we went from like fun action romances that like are a little bit dark, like Speed for example, mm-hmm. where like his friend dies and like a right. bonus, <laughs> but we're still all having a good popcorn time. Um. But then, like, you have to be serious. Then you can be, like, an action movie, or you can be, a, or, like, a romantic drama, mm-hmm. but, like, you can't have fun no anymore. in between, yeah. So there's a new movie coming out called The Fall Guy in May yeah. that stars Emily Blunt and Ryan Gosling. And so Ryan, she's a director, mm-hmm. and Ryan Gosling is a stuntman for, like, the most famous Hollywood star, who is played by, I think, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Okay. And so... Something happens to Aaron Taylor Johnson's character. He gets kidnapped, or something happens. I don't know. Something zany. Mm -hmm. And then the fall guy, a.k.a. the stuntman, has to, like, save him. And if Ryan Gosling brings any of the, like, nice guys vibes that he did with that Russell Crowe movie. Yeah. Like, first of all, Ryan Gosling, to me, charisma machine. You can watch (laughs) him at all times. He's going to do something with it. And um, so if he brings any of that sort of, like, just, like incompetent competence. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to explain it. Like, it'll just be really funny. And from the trailers, it looks like they have pretty good chemistry. So they had been in a relationship, like, some years ago. Oh, okay. And sort of ghosted her or, like, not sort of followed up (laughs) after their little um, time together. Yeah. And... Then he, like, ends up as a stuntman on her movie, and so he's trying to win her back through, like, getting the star <laughs> back so that her movie can go forward and, like, all of that kind of stuff.
0: Oh, that sounds so, cute. Yeah,
1: it does look really cute, and I just, I really want it to be good. I like yeah. Emily Blunt, too. Yeah. She's typically in, like, more serious.
0: I was going to say, it, it, yeah, like. So
1: it's a bit of a departure. Like, she had that good. movie that I watched literally, like, 12 minutes of was so bad jungle cruise with the rock oh i did not see no i literally watched 12 this, <laughs> and i was like emily blunt i respect you. you too much for this mm-hmm. um but i love her in like her first ever movie like devil wears prada but yeah. then like i've just seen her as like a serious like oh like an emily blunt actress yes performance. yes so it's kind of exciting to see her do something a little bit. It's so like action, comedy,
0: yeah. romance. That I'm really looking great. forward to it. Well, when I was looking up like movies and things, I saw that one. And for some reason, I didn't even click on it to look because in my mind, it was like, oh, what was that other movie? I don't know. But it made me think of something else where I was like, ah, oh, no. Past. Yeah. <laughs> well, and like by then, so this is in
1: May. Okay. Um, by then they could both be Academy Award winners. That's so true. Because <laughs> she's almost certainly going to be nominated for Oppenheimer and yeah. he is almost certainly going to be nominated for Barbie. For Barbie, Yes, yeah. Ken. So like hilariously, they could both be, <laughs> like this could be their I movie hope they after, do. yeah, they get Oscars, which I yeah. think would be hilarious. That would be. <laughs> because like, I'm tired, ty- like I love a good, like drama, mm-hmm. Oscar Beatty kind of movie. I'm into it.
0: But, like, that's give me fine. the fun ones. Yeah, make Where's a fun all the fun one. movies? Yeah. The
1: audience movie. Mm-hmm. Like, you can be good. And, like, when you think about those movies from, like, you know, 80s, 90s, and early Os that are just these, like, you know, quote unquote, not serious movies, like, mm-hmm. how many times are people rewatching them? They're so good. How many times <laughs> do people come back to them? Like, those are the movies that you, like, really, like, deeply image yeah. in your, like, life. And, like, that's the lines that you quote and, like, all of that. <laughs> yeah like make some fun movies again yeah not bring up the
0: fun to, movies yeah back.
1: not everything has to be this like ginormous budget like
0: well and like a telling on society yes and,
1: Just yeah. have
0: fun. which like i love those yeah,
1: let's have fun once a while yeah i hope that 2024 <laughs> like brings some fun stuff and i know that there's this like discussion all the time about like bring back the rom-com yeah and i think sometimes people forget what a rom-com is because you're jeremy allen for example was mm-hmm. like oh i would be in a rom like a sad rom-com mm-hmm. bro rom-coms are not sad they're, com- we're, they're the calm they're literally the, the comments yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like i think people forget that there is an audience for this and there's like excitement and like yeah i'm excited the trailer you have to watch the trailer i will because <laughs> i think i'll be excited for it too
0: 2024 will be the year of movies. 2023 was the year of me reading again, <laughs> which is <laughs> good. And 2024 will be the year of me watching movies. Maybe no promises though, well, only if they're like so. less than two and a half hours.
1: Well, and this is the problem with movies too: is they were just recovering from like the deficit of like not having content from the pandemic, yes. and then they had strike. Yeah. So 2024 might be an interesting year.
0: That's <laughs> true. There might not be. There might not be as much. Yeah. Because sometimes I feel like there's just so many
1: i think there's a lot but like not a lot of theater releases anymore
0: no and that's the thing because i don't always love to go to the theater but i think for some i do prefer yeah. and it's just like a fun little date night you know go to the movies um but, but also like, like
1: not everyone has every single streaming service so well, it, like this well, is only exactly. on Paramount plus this is on
0: peacock exactly this is on i think i wish there was just a movie streaming yeah. service every single movie that has ever existed goes on this one yeah and every TGV show that has ever existed goes on this one yeah exactly Done. Keep it easy. Wow. Whatever. (laughs) Our little diatribe. (laughs) So
1: what have you been reading? Speaking of the year of reading.
0: I know. Um, I I mentioned it before, but it's Rick Riordan's new book. Um, So it's actually, it's called Chalice of the Gods, um, but it's actually like a sixth installment of his original Percy Jackson series um so it's cuz they finished at 5 books the series okay. was over and then they've gone on to do ones where like those characters were featured in other storylines with other main characters um okay. but the original like lightning thief was 5 Ooh. books okay. and now there's a 6th book and it's and it's Are they like aged up? Yes. Okay. And it's low it's so low stakes but it brings you back to like the fun and like the adventure that they all had in the series because he's about to go off to university and he needs um, letters of recommendation, which the gods had then promised him, yeah. but he has to go on these quests before he can get those letters of recommendation. <laughs> so it's just really low stakes. It's really fun, and it does bring you back to like, oh, it feels like I'm a kid reading this series again. Is it a full again. length? No, yeah, it's like yeah. a. It's not super thick. But it's like yeah, three hundred ish. Yeah, so like full pages. length. Yeah, full yeah. length. But it's just oh, it's so good, and I'm, and it's the the three of them back together on their little quest, and it's just. What's the other one's name? Percy uh, Grover. A, Grover. Grover.
1: I thought it was Grover, and then I was like, that seems
0: Muppety. <laughs> it is a little Muppety, but he's also like half goat. Oh, okay. So right? he's, he's, he's like, a little muppety. Like a satyr or whatever. Yes. No. Yeah. So he's got I mean. goat legs. <laughs> <laughs> As one does. Yeah. But Yeah. So that's what I've been reading.
1: Um, I have been reading a few different things. But I finally, finally, finally started reading the Aurora Cycle Trilogy, which okay. I've owned for quite some time. It's Amy Coffin and Jay Kristoff who wrote The Illuminae Files. Oh. And then they had this other trilogy. Okay. And I had collected the books as they were, like, coming out. Mm-hmm. But I was like, oh, no, like, I don't want to wait a year between books. Right. And then I collected them and then I didn't read
0: them. <laughs> and then they've all been out. And yeah, And now basically. I
1: need to read them. So, the other day, I was shopping through my own library to see do. what I might enjoy, and I saw that one, and I was like, oh, you should, like, do that one. Yeah. So, picked it up. It's really good. It has multiple perspectives, which I quite like. It's, um, I think it's a good thing that I read it so far after the Illuminate series, because to me, Very the Illuminate Very No, they both take place in space. Okay. But, like, Illuminate to me is, like, the pinnacle of, like, design achievement for a book. Mm, like, it's okay. just so interestingly put together. Yes. And I like, you can't top it. So they didn't try to. Okay. So it's just, like, <laughs> a regular book.
0: Um, interesting.
1: And, like, the chapters have, like, a little sort of delineation that's a little bit interesting. But, like, nothing is, like, illuminate in my opinion. But it's quite good. It's about a girl. Well, I've only done the first book, mm-hmm. so I don't know where it's going. But so at the beginning, we meet a girl her name is Aurora. <laughs> okay. And she is getting ready to uh, be moved to another planet with her family. She finds out that her dad is actually leaving her mom, and so there's this like whole like interpersonal drama, and they're going into hypersleep basically, and then they will end up on their planet and rebuild whatever civilization that they're doing there. Interesting. So she's been trained for this mission. She's young, like she like well, it's upper white, like yeah, yeah, 17, 18 years old. And then we switch to a different perspective. So you're like, okay. And you meet him, and he's uh, getting ready to graduate from his, like, basically, like, Starfleet school. Mm-hmm. And um, he decides to, like, go on a little trip, and he finds this, like, abandoned ship space station. Thing. I know. So he there's some kind of distress signal. So he goes on, and he finds this girl. Um, in her like little pod, <laughs> and he rescues her. Whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, girl wakes up. It's hundreds of years later. So, like, right. she was supposed to have been in oh, hypersleep yes. for like thirty days. It's now like two hundred and some years later. So she's like, she's like out of her time,
0: mm.
1: and. They're not romantic interests. Okay. Um, they're platonic. And she has a different romantic interest, which I'm quite excited about. Okay. But anyways.
0: Um, That's kind of nice, because it seems yeah. like it's always like... Like the first ones boy that... Boy saves girl, yeah. has to fall in love. Yeah. yeah.
1: So it's not like that. Um, and it turns out she is not quite what she appears to be, but we don't know why. Okay. So when she's endangered, she seems to have some type of power. Oh, okay. Not control the power. So it just it's just a appears. bit dangerous. Okay. Um and then it's just like this whole like sort of space opera of like good guys, bad guys. Some of the good guys maybe are bad guys mm-hmm. and like and it's like a found family, so it's um the original guy, his sister, this found girl, this alien guy whose um people had been at war with like humans oh, okay. up until like 25 years ago, so like is he trustworthy? Um and then they have like Just different bits, and I'm quite enjoying it. It's quite Mm, good. Nice, Um, but yeah, I don't know where it's going. And there's three books. There's three books. Okay, and each book has a different person character on the cover, Mm -hmm. so it makes me wonder like how much they're going to like go into like the other ones. Um, But obviously, I own the other ones. I'll be going. Is what you're saying? Well, I am, and I'm not. (laughs) like it depends on the moment. Um, But to read
0: a whole book,
1: I know. know, So that was good, but. Yeah, it was good. I liked it a lot. I so far I would recommend. I don't know where. I don't good. know how the
0: trilogy will end. Well, so maybe we'll, don't recommend it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if it's those authors though, the, like I, I, have to imagine it's not going to end poorly. like, Poorly. Yeah. I'm sure I agree. they know what they're doing. <laughs> but
1: like they've set up a lot of different
0: threads, so, so it could go many yeah, ways. Yeah, that's kind of nice it'll be though. Interesting. Just keep you guessing. For sure. What you been watching? Oh, I'm back on my Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> oh, no. Well, only because I was like, the one day I was, you know, cleaning up around the house, yeah. and like, there's podcasts that I enjoy watching, but sometimes I need to be like, laying on the couch, maybe passively watching, so then yeah. if, if they're showing a video or something yeah. funny, I need to like, I can lock in, and then I'm there. <laughs> so I don't always love to have that on if I'm like, cleaning up the house, yeah. you know, doing things. So, so I threw that on, I was like, let me start from season. Oh, Let's see. All the well way. just because I'm like I haven't started it for a while and it's also perfect timing because a lot of podcasts and like YouTube
1: they're starting to do like a rewatch well
0: they're like, starting to go on their like Christmas breaks like some, yeah. some of them take like you know the rest of December and into January off like, which I, I, I totally I totally understand and respect <laughs> however what am I supposed to watch while I'm eating dinner <laughs> you know what I mean I, I need to have something yes so I've just thrown that on and then I've been enjoying it too because it's like you know, a blast How many from that is it,
1: like, 20? Well, they're on
0: till, I think, 20 or 21, but there's 19 on Netflix. They just that added 19.
1: Unreal.
0: I know. Well, it's gotten to the point where in, like, the present-day seasons, like, Derek, who, you know, from the very beginning, like, Meredith's, like, oh, yeah, love okay, interest, because yeah. he, spoiler alert, sorry, he, like, died in whatever season. It's many seasons ago. Yeah. But, like, now his nephew is now, like, in the program Adult being enough, a surgeon. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> There's been many years. Yeah. But it's good. And I like the earlier seasons, too, because it's just very, like, nostalgic. But then sometimes they say things. Because it was, like, the early 2000s yeah. where you're like, <laughs> Probably shouldn't say that anymore. Is it quite aged, though? Like, I remember rewatching ER and they had, like,
1: beepers and stuff. And yeah, they have quite... their pagers. Yeah.
0: Um. Yes. and the, But then I think about it, too, because especially, like, season – I think it was season two. They do have some episodes where it's, like, discussing, like – a a trans patient which I think was like really early for the time and I think Shonda Grimes like the creator of um or Shonda Rhimes Shonda Rhimes yeah Yeah. whatever (laughs) (laughs) she knows um I think she's always been really good at like kind of having those hard episodes because even um when like Roe v. Wade was being overturned a few years a few years ago last year um she, I swear it was like that was happening. And then an episode came out about it happening. Like it was so quick. I'm like, man, she's like on top of it. And I think she's always had really good, um, like social commentary on it, on the show, but they do it in a way where it's not like too in your face a lot yeah. of the time. It um, like makes sense for the storyline. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so that, that's, you know, I, I have to watch something. What else am I going to start something new? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs>
1: Um, I've been watching the very so like we are recording this the week before Christmas as yes, said, and for some inexplicable reason I decided to start watching Band of Brothers which I okay. watched when it was new like probably twenty years ago right um and so it's about Easy Company and it's a war mo- war television yeah. show um miniseries I guess it's. Executive produced by Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg. Okay. And it's inspired by the real, like, Easy Company. Mm-hmm. And, like, literally every single person who is famous now Was had, like, five minutes
0: <laughs> yeah. in the show.
1: Like, it's unreal how many people just, like, show up for, like.
0: It's weird a, when you see a show something. like that and you're like, that's yeah. weird. And like then they're Michael gone. Like Michael Fassbender. Yeah. Like
1: Andrew Scott who became Pop Priest. <laughs> like there's <laughs> just like so many and you're just like, how are you yeah. all here? How... The little cameos. Yeah. So, and they're so young because yeah. it's like 20 years ago. Um, but it's really good. It's really like, I remember watching it. So like I would have been in high school or like late mm-hmm. high school or like late teens. And CTV used to play like HBO stuff on Sunday nights. Yes. And they would always start at the weirdest times. I remember, like, watching Sopranos this way, too. Yes. And it would be, like, 10.03 <laughs> or 10.07 that, like, the show started. So, like, that's how I watched Band of Brothers originally. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't even know, like, what would have been edited out for TV or if nothing was. I'm not sure. Um, but it's really good. I've only been watching, like, an episode a night. Because mm-hmm. uh, they're a bit longer. They're, like, an hour, 15, hour, 20, oh, depending. Okay. And it's it's very good. But it's, like obviously heavy um but it is good like you see why it's quite acclaimed Mm -hmm. and i think things that i think it should have had maybe like a little bit more budget because some of the effects don't really look as good as maybe they did um but i like things that because that are set clearly in the past like Mm -hmm. this is set in the 40s because it doesn't age it like it was made in like I don't know, between 99 and 2002. I can't remember yep. when. And it just, like, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's it takes place in the 40s. So it it's already, like, true. looked old. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So I like that part of it. And it's, yeah, it's good. And I, just, I can't believe, like, you turn around to a different scene. You're like, oh, my gosh. You're in this, too? <laughs> yeah. Like, literally every single person who's ever lived. Every Very man, I should say. Yes. Be. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but, yeah, it is. It's quite good. And I think it holds up quite well. But... Yeah. Is that on Crave? Yeah, it's on Crave. Okay, cool. But we have it here at the library as well. And then yeah. they went on to do, like, I mean, like, Tom Hanks and Spielberg. They went on to produce another miniseries called The Pacific, which I never okay. watched, but maybe I will now. Oh, see. Is it also, like, based in wartime? Yeah, it's all, like, they both went through this, like, World War II <laughs> like. phase. Yeah, because, like, well, now Hyper you rarely fixation. see that kind of film well that's the thing it's like Like, i feel like dunkirk was the last big one and that was nolan in probably like 2015 yeah but yeah so we go in these phases um but it is good Mm -hmm. and i wonder if like tom hanks is gonna show up because at this point i think if he did i'd be like (laughs) that's too many makes sense like it's too many things i don't know i think it would take me out of it but see
0: what you been listening to oh two different artists some music um the one it's she's Swiss, she's a French like indie artist. Mm-hmm. She speaks French. Um, her like artist name is Vont Ladi mm. and it's just like I remember being because I was in French immersion, and I remember <laughs> being in school, and, and like, like we, we were like oh god, we were forced <laughs> to listen to French music. And yeah. when you're a kid, you're like I don't know any of these people. Like there's yeah. one or two songs and you're and like okay, cute. this yeah. kind of this is kind of good. And now, as an adult, there's songs that, like, I listened to when I was in school, because they're so good, yeah. and you just don't recognize how good they are, and she's so good, and it, I really like music and songs that have, like, a very strong, like, bass line. Mm. This oh, it, there's one, her most popular one, it's called Écoute Chéri," and it's just, like, you just sit there, and you're just kind of, <laughs> like, going back and forth, and you're like, this is a good song, <laughs> and it's not, it's not very lyric heavy, yeah. like, it, there is a lot of repetition, but it's, like, a really good dance song. So, I like her a lot. And then there's one, um, his name is Declan McKenna. And I listened to him, like, there's a song, it's a really popular one of his called Brazil. And I remember, like, I very remember, remember specifically, like, putting that on my playlist in, like, 2017. Oh, I, was, like, I love this song. And I still <laughs> listen to it. But he just recently released a cover which I think he, like, originally just did, like, posted a cover of himself singing it on TikTok. Okay. And everyone was like, you need to release this as a cover, but it's of Slipping Through My Fingers by ABBA. Oh. But it's just him and his guitar, and it's so good because he gives, like, especially for that cover, like, very, like, Beatles vibes with, like, the sound of his voice and just his tone, and that's, like, such an emotional I song. I feel like
1: I've heard the you cover on TikTok have, as, like, have, a sound. It's
0: so good. Um, so he did release it as like an actual cover yeah. Um, with the guitar and then like some drums come in a little bit later, but it's like very like melancholy and the song, like I love ABBA. Like I grew up with Thin. my mom's like vinyl yeah. ABBA on the record and she loves ABBA. And this song is just like so sad in a way because it is about like. Um, but it's about, like, her, mo- like, this mother watching her, like, daughter grow up and being, like, where's the time gone? Like, every time I feel like I'm getting to know her, she just keeps, like, growing and yeah. she's slipping through my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I just, I'm like, oh, it's going to make me cry. It's so good. So I like him as well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice. Um, so I'm listening to my usual suspects as I do, which are, like, American political podcasts. Oh, yes. But.
0: Um... Which are probably very exciting at the moment. Yeah. Uh, lots of things are happening.
1: But I also was like, Sage knows this, I have become a little bit obsessed with like making a budget. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like I made myself a beautiful little spreadsheet and I really like it and it makes me feel like a genius because mm-hmm. it pulls everything up <laughs> and like all that kind of stuff. And then um, because I have like, I listen to so much like business and like American news right. stuff. I was, like, looking for something more, like, Mm Canadian-focused. So I found this podcast called It's Personal Finance Canada. And they, like, talk about topics that, like, you don't really know about if you don't know about them. Of course. So, like, if, like, money people are talking about, like, TFSA or, like, first-time homeowners accounts Mm -hmm. or, like, whatever recommendation (laughs) for whatever. Or, like, RESPs, which, like, I wouldn't do because I don't have children. But, like...
0: Any your RRSP,
1: yeah, yeah. But like any of that stuff yeah. where you're like, I don't know what all of these things mean, it's a or lot like, to know. or like to have some sort of like base knowledge. So when you go and talk to your person, that you sort of come with questions mm-hmm. or like an idea of like what you think might serve you best because it's based on your goals or whatever. So I'm finding it quite interesting. It seems like I haven't listened to that many episodes, maybe four or five. And it seems to be hosted by a husband-wife you okay. know. And, like, he made a comment in the last one about – because they were talking about, like, negotiating salary and mm-hmm. things and, like, how you might go about doing that or, like, whatever. And he made a joke about um, going to his boss, which it turns out is his wife. <laughs> And I can't remember how it went, but I thought that was funny. So clearly it's, like, her company. Yeah. And he works there slash hosts this podcast with her. That's cool. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of enjoying it a little bit, but I still, mm-hmm. like, I'm still so deep in on my American Well, and that's podcasts. the thing. It
0: is nice to find the Canadian content, yeah. but there's just so much, like, American and very, like, Americanized yeah. type comment content. And especially, I don't, I think it's a Canadian thing, too, but, like, I know so much about American politics. I know probably more about American politics than I do Canadian. Yeah. Because it's just, just so innovative. invasive. Yeah. But, like, you ask an American, do you know anything about Canadian politics? Absolutely not. Even not. Ameri- they can't not even Canadian point politics. to France like, on a map.
1: Yeah.
0: When you see, <laughs> like, what's the capital of Canada?
1: And they're like, just like they're like Ontario, it's like I know that was
0: the problem. I know it's like, ridiculous. Yeah, so it's, it's like it's very okay. really
1: funny. And like yeah, I do sometimes think that I maybe know too much mm-hmm. about American politics <laughs> based on like being Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then also like it affects the world so much because it like ripples uh, into different. So places. it
0: is good to know.
1: It is good to know, but
0: also it's it's.
1: I don't, I wish I could find the equivalent
0: exactly. in Canadian media, and that's what I mean. They're just really. Is there
1: no? It's really hard to find because unless there
0: is, and you can tell us if you know. But. Yeah,
1: like I would love to have the equivalent of like Pod Save America, but like mm-hmm. Canadian, because I like the deep dive into whatever.
0: Like, and I mean, there's drama and happening. politics here too. There is. It's just maybe not so like, I don't know. Sometimes I think these American politics are like um, reality TV characters. Sometimes in a way. Yeah, well, George Santos. Oh my God. Interesting, <laughs> for example, but
1: yeah, it would just. Like, that would be something for 2024 that I would really, really like. To find, yeah. Yeah, to find, like, great. And, like, it's really hard right now to find – not really hard. The problem is there's a lot of content all the time. And so to find specific Canadian content at a level, Mm -hmm. like production level, information level, whatever, as some of the American counterparts, can be very difficult because Mm -hmm. there's so much to wade through to, like, find that content. So, Yeah. Mm -hmm. 2024 if y'all have recommendations (laughs) or make one (laughs) yeah would love to hear one slash see one Um, yeah yeah. so that's what we're looking forward to in 2024 we'd be
0: happy to hear
1: about what Mm -hmm. you might be looking forward to for the upcoming year probably
0: all the things I forgot (laughs) yeah
1: basically me too so let us know what we forgot because we probably forgot a lot Mm. and slash we can't put everything on the list (laughs) absolutely not (laughs) so we hope that you had a great end of your
0: Starts 2024 so far. We'll see you next time. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.